Listeners, we teased you. The key party is not this episode. I can't believe you keep calling it that. Welcome back to You've Got a Minute. I'm Cheyenne. I'm Eli. In this podcast, we review every single minute of You've Got Mail, minute by minute. But this minute's going to be a little different. Uh, It really will. So, instead of doing a quick recap, well, I will say, we're still at this party. Joe and Kathleen are having their high-tension moment. This is the most dialogue-heavy minute of the film. Maybe the whole film. We haven't gone through the whole thing yet, but I have a feeling this could be it. It is... With the exception of two lines from Kathleen, a minute of Tom Hanks speaking. So, instead of us just quotabling through the whole episode, we're just going to perform it for you. Eli, are you ready to take us away? Ya boy? Here we go. 20, take four. Action! Look, the reason I came into your store is that I was spending the day with Annabelle and Matt. I like to buy them presents when I see them because I'm one of those guys who likes to buy his way into the hearts of children who are his relatives. There was only one place to buy children's books in the neighborhood, although that will not always be the case. And it was yours, and it is a charming little bookstore. You probably sell, what, 350,000 worth of books a year? How did you know that? I'm in the book business. No, I'm in the book business. Oh, I see. And we are the Price Club. Only instead of a 10-gallon vat of olive oil for three ninety-nine that won't even fit in your kitchen cabinet, we sell cheap books. Oh yes, me, a spy. Absolutely. I have in my possession the super-duper secret printouts of the sales figures of a bookstore so inconsequential, yet full of its own virtues, that I had to rush down and check it out for fear that it was going to put me out of business. What? Scene! (laughs) And that took about a minute. It took about a minute. Yeah, the script is a little bit different than the movie. They, Tom Hanks definitely improvises a little bit here and there. And something we just noticed pulling up the script is that there are bits that have been taken out of this scene where Kathleen accuses Joe of, like, He's going to steal her twinkle lights. Yeah, he's, and he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, she's saying, oh, you were spying on me. You came in to get ideas for your store. So now that we have this minute, which, by the way, bravo, Academy Award winning performance from you. Oh, my gosh. I think I did okay with my two lines. The gasp was very <laughs> Kathleen Kelly. Let's talk when about... When your blonde wig fell off. Uh-huh. I, I, you really did it. Let's talk about what this means for the movie. Because up until this point, we have had two protagonists Mm -hmm. one of them is definitely creating conflict for the other Mm -hmm. but we have two protagonists and i think in this moment uh, i don't know if anyone could argue with the fact that there is now a villain tom hanks even performs differently in this moment than he does any other scene in the movie i feel like this is maybe the only time he gets like really mad Mm -hmm. maybe a couple of moments he gets close is he mad it's like indignant Yeah, I think that there are a couple of moments here where he's actually mad. You know, when she says, I'm in the book business, and he starts, like, shaking when he's like, oh, yes, me, a spy. Yeah, his hands are shaking. I think that that sarcasm is coming from a very sort of vitriolic place. 
And, uh, and yeah, like you said, this is the moment where he becomes a villain. And we've kind of had trouble reconciling his actions with the idea that he's, this is a romantic comedy and he's supposed to be one of the protagonists. Like, he's just a bad guy. If this weren't a romantic comedy, if they didn't end up together, he would just be the villain. Yeah, and I... It's so interesting. I said this last episode, but watching it minute by minute feels so different. Like, every time we watch this movie, I'm like, ah, oh, he's such a turd in this scene. But this is not being a turd. This is being a villain. Not even an anti-hero. Just, he is the person we are to hate in this moment and moving forward. There's no humility in what he's doing, right? Like, he knows he's going to crush her business, but he's not doing it with any class or any grace or any apology. He's not saying... I hate that we can't both exist. Mm -hmm. You know, I hate that you can't take some small portion of what would be the enormous pile of cash that we sit on and survive. Yeah, that's su just... success is owed to me. It is inevitable. Mm -hmm. You can try to fight it, but you will lose. Yeah, he, he does not take any sort of kind or generous approach to this. He takes, like you said, a villainous approach. And it's a very weird thing because I don't think they ever really truly address that in the movie. They never come back to like what that means. No, but this moment is referred back to. It becomes kind of Kathleen's calling card in the future fight that she's going to take on. You know, we mm -hmm. talked about this being kind of Trumpian in that Joe Fox says kind of the worst thing you could say to someone. And Kathleen, in future scenes, will choose to weaponize his words. But it doesn't really have any bearing on the outcome of their businesses. Like, he will face a bump in the road, but... He's still Fox Books, and he's still going to win. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of an inevitability that we are marching towards, and this is the first steps in that direction. Um, but the good news is, if anyone is going to fight against him... It's Kathleen. And I was going to say Frank Navasky, who's going to get excited, who's going to get horny to fight the Fox Books Superstore in the next minute. Yeah, that is true. They're coming up. I think what I want to talk about before we're out of here, because we've been mentioning Amazon a lot, but I think it's this scene that crystallizes how important this movie is for today, except that this isn't just about books. It's about Jeff Bezos versus... Everyone. Everyone. Every small business. And everyone is going to lose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is if Joe had said, look, it's inevitable that like the market is what it is and I can't change it and I'm sorry, uh, it would be one thing. But he's like celebrating them crushing small businesses. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in our world, we have Amazon deliberately like hunting down storefronts they say we're the only place on the internet where you can sell and when you sell with us if you get too big we will destroy you if you get too small you can't make a living if you get too big you can't make a living um yeah it's just a sort of sad reality and this movie kind of doesn't age well in in this current moment because of it or it ages better than it could have expected i mean the stuff about the i'm in the book business and him knowing the exact figures like amazon is able to crush its competitors through data not passion and like kathleen's passion for books to joe doesn't make her a business owner it makes her an enthusiast yeah i mean i think the movie is prescient and it's accurate um it just doesn't it's not a good look you know like in 1998, 
you could tell a story about one business crushing another and you're just like, mm, the world keeps turning. But in 2020, one business crushes every other business and we have, you know, issues with equality in the workplace and how much we're paying people and automation. And it's like, oh, it wasn't really just one business versus another. It's it's more complex than that. And this movie doesn't address that. There are no sort of right answers that were given but it doesn't even really ask questions about it, which I think is a little disappointing. Whew. Heavy stuff, folks. Yeah, this was a heavy episode. Let's get into the fun stuff. Let's go to the next one. I can't wait to see our two favorite characters. Until next time. Until next time. Thank, thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of You've Got a Minute. You can find future episodes wherever you get your podcast. And hey, if you'd like to leave us a review, we would really appreciate that. If you'd like to say hi, our email is ygampodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll see you next episode. Interesting.